Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We have a new sponsor you guys are just going to love. Symbol is a stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started investing in their favorite teams. Visit www.simple.com, that's B U L L.com, to create your account when you deposit. Make sure you use the promo code SD. SD is a sugar daddy, which makes it risk free. When you use this code, if you lose money, Simple refunds you, no questions asked, and you can go on your merry way. Join Simple and start investing in profit and favorite teams today. Spotify Green Room is the live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to our fans, athletes, insiders in real time. It's a chance for you to be featured on the podcast. Go to the iOS App Store, Google Play Store, download it, link your Twitter or whatever, and have fun with it. Our Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Watt Harris, your host, brought to you by Armchair Media. Well, no, no, Armchair Media, shit, Sports Drink. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Andrew, all the guys that run Sports Drink. Um, I'm a, I, I catch myself almost saying that, and it's just creature of habit. So, yeah, it's the Sports Drink. Uh, happy Monday to you guys. Um, I started with some Kenny Loggins for the week, you know, because I guess I'm all right. I don't know. Uh, you know, for some reason, this song always gets played in weddings. And I looked at I looked at the lyrics, and I always, you know, it's, this song's always played at wedding receptions. And I just never really understood it. I mean, you know, it's one of those many songs you hear, and it's like, okay, well, I mean, maybe it's because you know, at the end of uh, Caddyshack, you know, the, the song comes on, they're all dancing and all happy. It's something I can think of. You know, that's kind of like how the you know, reception is. You dance and you're happy with all, you know, 
that long god awful ceremony is over and you're at the reception, you know, you're having a few drinks and you know, everything's great, you're all right. Only thing I can think of at that point. I mean, of course, there's other kind of winning songs. I mean, I mean, you you got you know all you know, all those you know all the dance ones, the Cupid Shuffle, um, Electric Slide. Uh, what else? The Tootsie Roll, of course. You know, to the left, to the left, to the you know. There's always that one. I'm trying to think what other ones are there that always get played. Oh, the chi- we can't forget the Chicken Dance. And of course, you know what is it? The the locomotion, where everybody's doing a little, you know, yeah. There's all that going on. But you know, all weddings, all weddings, and their songs vary. So it just depends on you know what you, what you're gonna ha- what you get into. You know, I mean, I remember making a CD full of country music songs for my friend to. Uh, Played his wedding, I remember. Of course, I had to go on to, what was it, E-Donkey or Kazaa or one of those sites. It wasn't Kazaa. I think it was E-Donkey. And I had to download them songs. And I went from like Kazaa, I think, what, what, what did I start out with? There was, there was Napster. Then I went to, I think, Morpheus. That was one of the other sharing sites. Uh, Kazaa. And... Then I went straight to uh, BitTorrent, and that was about it, pretty much. I was after BitTorrent, I was done. I mean, I just I got tired of uh, once you could stream stuff, and oh wow, yeah, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing our uh, our our packs, our pack our packs is uh. Our um, software is blowing up right now. So I'm, getting, I'm getting all these tickets. Thank God I'm not on call tomorrow. Which, and I hope there's you know there's no issues then. But pick one on Thursday. I'm happy about that. I mean, you guys. I mean, and on top of that, Miami lost, and now this Saturday is now. Pitt wins or the are coastal champs. They can wrap this thing up. And um, look at, you know, the thing, about, I, I don't know, in some ways I think the, the U, you know, those 30 for 30 is on the U, I think they may have been the worst thing to have them up to Miami. I mean, they were, they were, I mean, they were great. They were great, fun to watch, but it's one thing to play with that type of swagger, but if you, if you can't win football, if you're not winning football games, you haven't been relevant in 20 years. It does, you know, what is it? I mean, that's just, you know, it's just pointless. But uh, Pitt took, you know, Pitt took care of business. I mean, without it, with, you know, without some sort of drama from, you know, with, you know, but of course, I don't say without, but they had some sort of drama with North Carolina. Pitt was up 23-7. You know, early in the game, Pitt just, you know, they went for it. Didn't get it. Pitch should have been up by more at halftime, and they just left a lot of points on the field, which is typical against North Carolina. And, of course, North Carolina shut Pitt out in the second half. As uh, part of it was, you know, they were dropping, you know, dropping guys back. 
not letting, you know, basically taking away anything from Kenny Pickett. They could. And it was genius because uh, Pitt wasn't running the ball as much. And people are, you know, a lot of it was play calling. I mean, it was a combination of that play calling. I think at the end of the day, North Carolina's defensive coordinator rolled the dice. And he, it worked out in his favor because, you know, they shut Pitt out. But Pitt's defense did come to play. It just didn't get much help from their offense much of the game. And sometimes it comes back to home. I mean, Hodgson, and they forced overtime. and then, But Pitt was able to score where it mattered most. And then, of course, Pitt's defense shut down Sam Howell and uh, North Carolina. Of course, look at the stats here. Kenny Pickett, 25-43, 346. Three TDs, one pick. Uh, Izzy, 12 carries, 63 yards. I thought he should have got the ball more, which I'm not sure why he didn't. Jordan Aston, six catches, 84. Jerry Wayne, three catches, 70. Lucas Crawl, four catches, 51. Melky Stovall, one catch, 44. He had a nice catch, actually. His lone catch. Of course, Gavin Bartholomew, three catches, 23 yards. He is going to be a stud. North Carolina's side of the things. Sam Allen, 22, 33, 296. Two T's a pick. You know, not bad of a stat line. Neither one of these guys really ran the ball much. Uh, it was basically a QB duel for the most part. I mean, if you judge by the stat sheet. But, uh, yeah. Part of what happened in the second half was a combination of what North Carolina was doing and Pitt's play calling and and of course, I'm not sure what I came up. But now Pitt has UVA on uh, Saturday. Uh, they lost to Notre Dame 20-3. And, of course, Brendan Armstrong did not play. And he has bruised ribs. So my guess is that UVA is saving him for the uh, Saturday's game because this is a big one. Indeed. Going around the rest of the ACC, well, you know, Notre Dame destroyed Virginia 20-3. NC State loses to Wake Forest 45-42. You know, NC State has had a bad season overall, but I think I had Clemson winning this conference. Or this division, I think. Because I just really wasn't too convinced about NC State. So, But they're now 4-2. Clemson destroys UConn 44-7. I think the spread in that game was 40-plus. And props to UConn for being the spread in that one. Uh, Louisville destroyed Syracuse 41-3. Florida State beat Miami 31-28. So Miami's pretty much out of the discussion for the Coastal. Boston College beat Georgia Tech 41-30. Georgia Tech basically... Well, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to migrate from the Paul J- Johnson era to this, and I think they should probably give their coach a little bit more time. I mean, you're going from pretty much a pretty much an option offense to going to a spread. I think you just need to give, you know, maybe at least another year. But BC now, they're six and four, two and four. Jerkovic's back, and I don't know, he may be gone for this year. I mean, this is gonna this might be a pretty deeper quarterback class. Uh, Hokies beat Duke forty to seventeen. That was pretty much expected. Duke is just oh, it's six ACC. They're hot garbage. And, of course, around college football, top 25. Let's take a look. Uh, let's see. Georgia beat Tennessee. That was expected. Bama won. Oregon beat Washington State, 30-24. Ohio State beats Purdue, 59-31. Uh, 
Michigan defeats Penn State 21-17. We'll get into that here in a minute because uh, I've got some information on this about what's happening at Penn State. Michigan State 40-21 over Maryland. Baylor beat Oklahoma. And I thought, you know, I actually thought Oklahoma would win this one, but Baylor's got a really good run offense. I mean, they run the ball more than anything else. Oklahoma State destroys TCU. Ole Miss being A&M. That's pretty much about it. Uh, I got some information about Franklin at Penn State. And let's just say that uh, Franklin is supposedly, from what I heard, is, is looking around. He, uh, Penn State did make him an offer. And that make him you know, one of the highest paid coaches in college football. On top of that, facility upgrades. And the, the, supposedly the facility upgrades are going to be in place no matter what, who the coach is. But Franklin counter-offered. And then, um, and of course, excuse me. But then um, Illinois happened. And when that happened, Penn State, the, Penn State supposedly did not rescind the, They said, we're not going to change our offer. You take it or leave it. So, um, but I'm hearing now that uh, Franklin does have some... Uh, um, he has some he has some uh, some buddies in the board of trustees, and regardless, he may unless unless he finds another job somewhere else, he's going to get what he wants at Penn State. That's what I'm hearing, and that's it's. I'm not sure how true. I mean, that's just what I'm hearing. I'm not sure how true it is, but so you know. I'm not going to throw this on Twitter because I, well, I'm, who knows, I might, but it's, uh, it's pretty uh, interesting. You know, let's, let's just say the stuff I read was pretty interesting, but I just don't want people, my, you know, in my Twitter mentions making my life miserable. But I watched that game and, uh, Penn State has no offensive line. I mean, how do you have like one of the top recruiting classes year in, you're out, and you don't have an offensive line? I mean, I know you've been, I know you're having problems with the offensive coordinator position, but because you change it so many times, but you don't have a line now. And I guess and Sean Clifford's getting the, the crap. I mean, he got the crap kicked out of him in that, in that game. I mean, that was a game that Penn State probably could have won because Michigan really isn't that good. And I think... There's plenty of people that are now turning on Franklin now. I mean, I thought, given what he's done, you should give him give him time to fix what he's... I mean, he's done pretty well at Penn State. I think you do give him time to fix it, but... But, I mean, do you get... I mean, the thing is, with the extension, the whole thing, when he's, you know, what's going on here, I mean, do you pay that money to let him do it? I mean, or do you just... I think, you know, Penn State having a deep coaching and deep football network, I would think that probably they're just going to let them walk. I don't know. I mean, just, you, you got to look at the overall picture of it. I mean, his record against, you know, the top competition. I mean, you could probably pay somebody a, a similar or less salary to probably get similar results. I mean, the guy, I mean, I mean, Penn State pours tons, lots of money into that football program. I mean, He's at, he's got plenty of resources, 
to make them successful. It just, yeah. Anyways. But let me talk to you about Symbol. It's the sports talk market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money off Symbol. First, every time your team you, you know, wins, you're on a cash payout. Second, just like the stock market, you think your team's going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use a promo code SD to make your pro deposit risk-free. That means if you lose money and the side just isn't for you, Symbol will refund it, no questions asked. Spotify agreement was a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to other fans and athletes insiders in real time. It's great for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, reacting to breaking news. You can share experiences. I mean, it's like basically like Twitter. I mean, you interact with different people on the audio version. No, no dog AVs, no whatever. And who knows who jumps into these podcasts? I mean, you may get some certain guests. You know, if you're a Penn State fan, maybe Phil Groves or some sort of Penn State guy shows up to talk to you about the future of Penn State football. Maybe Jay Perturner shows up. Who knows? You know, and then uh, you have a chance to be featured on that podcast. Um, all you need to do is go to the iOS App Store, Google Play Store, download the Spotify Groomer app, create your profile, link your Twitter, come in with some spicy takes. Now, I got a drink for this one. So, let's, as I'm cir- circling over to pit basketball, yeah, let's talk about pit basketball for a minute. Uh, actually, I'm closing this out. Well, I got some, we'll talk Steelers too as well, but. Um, yeah. There was talk about a top 100 player decommitting before the signing period. And naturally enough, it was Pitt. Uh, Pitt lost a, a commitment from Judah Mitz. If you guys remember this, I mean, I post this on Twitter too. Uh, Pitt supposedly canceled a visit with uh, Jalen Hood Shafino. And they said, no, don't bother coming. We got, you know, we're good. And pick up the commitment for Judah Mintz. And now, of course, he is decommitted. And I thought I throw a post on Twitter that I said, so Pitt tells Jalen Hood Shafina not to bother visiting and only to have the player they did, they did land decommit this is bad oh, that's pretty much just a sad comedy and it pretty much was but let's be honest Jalen Hood Shafina wasn't coming to pin anyway so it really doesn't matter but it's just a fact that people um people were basically saying or you know or I guess cause, you know because when time when we got the commitment from from Mintz uh people were like yeah we stuck up to the Shafinos yeah Decommit from us. Don't bother visiting. We already got somebody. Yeah. And what what happens? Well, we end up... I'm, I'm walking real quick. We end up with this mess. I mean, but the night before, we had to watch Pitt play the Citadel. And Pitt's, you know, depleted as it is. Because, you know, they have one, one player suspended and one player's injured. The um, I looked at the starting lineup for the Citadel. You know, when I was watching it, it you know, it was four. It was four white guys, and I said, "Oh boy!" I'm like, "Citadel's got four white guys in their starting lineup, so Pitt's probably more like a more likely should be guarding the perimeter to start out." What happens? 
Pitt doesn't guard the perimeter or, or, or they do a half-assed job at it. And, of course, Citadel start, starts draining shots and draining threes. And Pitt, it looked like Pitt got better and they were cleaning up a little bit, but they never got any better. And... Um, Yeah, it never did. And, of course, Pitt lost that game. They lost it. Um, shoot. Yeah. Who cares what the score was? They just lost it. And it was big. I mean, they. I mean, it seemed like they were trying to make Mount a comeback, and they just never did it. Then they faced West Virginia, and they came out playing a little better in this one. But West Virginia's defense took uh, took hold, and they forced Pitt to make 32 turnovers. And that game itself is pretty much a preview of what you're going to see when the ACC play starts. It's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, Pitt did play a little better. I just don't know where to go from here with this. Um, As far as Capel's buyout goes, it's, I'm hearing it's not 15 million. It's some. It's it may be lower. It's it depends on how the contract is worked out. Supposedly, it was it was something. It was somehow his house extension was added. I don't, I don't know, but whatever. Anyways, a lot of bad luck for Pit hoops. You know, um, I'm not sure what Pit can do from here. I'm not sure. I mean. If Pitts can show some sort of uh, improvement throughout the year, I think maybe Cable keeps his job in at least one more year. I don't think, I mean, it's just looking bleak right now. I mean, because right now he, you know, he, the team is depleted right now. They're, they don't have much depth. I'm not sure, you know, if he can, he got, I mean, the non-conference schedule on paper looks like a nightmare too. So this whole season is just going to be bad. I'm not, you know, we'll just have to see what happens. That's just all I can do at this point. I mean, there's no sense of getting worked up about it because it's just going to be a bad year. Now, the Steelers closed. Uh, Steelers tied Detroit yesterday, and Mason Rudolph got his opportunity. And this was an opportunity to show himself. Now, this, 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 this wasn't entirely his fault that they tied. A lot of blame to go around, but he's not the answer after ben, for Ben, guys. He's a backup, maybe third string, nothing more. I mean, if you really love Mason Rudolph, you can buy his jersey still. I mean, if he's still a backup, you can still buy his jersey, root for him, hope, hope he shows up in, you know, in a game or in the preseason, but he's just not good. Anyways, I'm kind of a little, uh, yeah, I think I'm done here. I haven't done much else to talk about on a Monday. Ugh, how to pit. Talk to you guys later.